Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, we've all heard this before, the so-called urban aquarium myth. You know, the guy that spotted a Protomelis tenialatus Namenge Island at Petco, mismarked as miscellaneous African cichlid for, you know, $13 or something, or the guy who scored the Cynodonus angelicus white spot at the local fish store for $10, mislabeled the more common Cynodontus lucipinus or something like that. Stuff like that keeps the hobby moving, talking, and inspires us in strange ways. Much like the elusive winning lottery ticket bought at the local liquor store, such tales have motivated countless hobbyists over the years to keep looking, keep digging in the local fish store and pet shops around the world, looking for that elusive, as yet unnamed rarity that is staring us right in the face. You know how it feels to score something like that too, right? We've all done it. After your discovery, you compose yourself and you sort of nonchalantly ask the local fish store employee to grab it from the tank and bag it up for you, all the while pretending to stifle a yawn of indifference while inside, all that you're thinking is, please don't let my buddies from the local club show up right now. You know that they'll be the first to say, wow, how much are you paying for that Paratoplopus menamambo or whatever the hell the fish is? It's like a $50 fish. You didn't get it from the all cichlid $7 in this tank, did you? That must have been a mistake. Like, no, no, no. So you rush home with your newfound acquisition, all the while praying that you're not being followed by the local fish store employee who suddenly realized his or her mistake. You even take a different route home, just in case there's someone tailing you. Yeah, you've watched all the Jason Bourne movies. <laughs> you race online and you confirm what you already knew. This was a score. And then there's a mixture of guilt and contentment, right? We've all had this guilty pleasure before, this moral quandary, the exhilaration, dashed with a, a tinge of guilt at having beaten the system. Of course, you rationalize that it's better that the fish end up in the hands of the person best suited for its care, which of course happens to be you. As both a hobbyist and a business owner, having been on both sides of this fence before, I get it. On one hand, you should know better if you're in this game. It's your livelihood. On the other hand, we're all only human. Mistakes happen, especially at shows or during sales when there's lots of chaos and people and distraction. You could have put something back in the wrong place, right next to the less expensive, almost look-alike species. Um, that happens with coral quite a bit, especially when the rare coral is not under optimum conditions of light and flow and stuff like that. We have that happen a lot. Or perhaps you simply didn't catch it when you were shuffling stuff, unpacking a shipment or whatever. Or maybe you simply couldn't ID the boring old cichlid anyway. You know, human error. Now, there's just a few hobbyists who live for this kind of stuff. They want to burn the local fish store to get back at them for spending all the money that they've spent over the years or to teach them some kind of business lesson, whatever. They're probably the same kind of guys who hope someone calls in a bomb threat to their work so they get the day off. Yeah, few and far in between, mercifully, but out there nonetheless. Wicked people, right? A lot of fish geeks score cool stuff because they simply see something no one else can see in an otherwise ordinary animal. They have a gut feeling or a hunch about something, and it turns out to be correct beyond their wildest dreams. Nothing really wrong there. Sometimes an ugly duckling simply turns out to be a swan. No moral quandary there. On the other hand, as a hobbyist, 
do you have a moral obligation to tell the local fish store that they screwed up when you know they mislabeled that incredibly rare specimen or when the new guy nets the wrong one in a crowded tank? I've actually had the good fortune to have people point out stuff like that to me before. Usually it happens on like day three or four of one of those marine aquarium conferences when we used to have this big display tank of coral when you're sleep deprived, hungry, and thinking about catching your afternoon flight home. And believe me, it's appreciated. And I'm sure those of you in the business can appreciate it too. On the other hand, it sometimes happens when a, a coral or a fish or whatever just doesn't show well and is misclassified or otherwise gives a nondescript appearance that would just throw anybody off. So you played a hunch and it turned out to be right. Or maybe, just maybe, you like dull fish or you're like me, you are looking for bycatch. Fishes that, you know, there'll be a bunch of uh, miscellaneous uh, red-eye tetras and you found the one rare Moncalcia species or or the, the crazy variation of a, uh, a Hephaestus brycon or something like that that turns out to be the really rare fish or one that's maybe recently described or not even described. I've seen that happen before too. That's innocent, that happens, and nobody's worse for wear on that. And maybe your significant other felt sorry for the fish and you brought it to appease him or her, especially after that incident last week when the, uh, you know, the, the, the media reactor overflowed onto the new hardwood floor. <laughs> Perhaps no one at the local fish store would have believed you anyway because they paid $2 for that unnamed wild beta species and probably gave their jobber or employee a, a hard time for even picking this and putting it in as some box filler or something like that. <sighs> so that's the way scores happen. Good, bad, right or wrong. They happen. And some obvious win. Perhaps even the local fish store feels they got the best part of the deal because they finally got rid of that gray, ugly fish or the coral that just always looks closed up. Good riddance in their opinion. Karma or just a confluence of random stuff. So who knows? Time for confessions. Who's had such a score? What did you score? How do things work out? Were you afraid? Were you guilty? Or were you just plain pleased? I'm encouraged to hear that there's other people out there that take delight in these little incidents that happen every once in a while in the hobby. I hope everybody is well. Hope everybody's happy. Stay strong, stay brave, stay diligent, stay relentless in your search for those crazy fish, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tannin.